Ed, I think that uh, here in the Northern Territory, we are going to be feeling the impact of these petrol price rises uh, well and truly across the board. I mean, even as Louise has just pointed out there, some of the things that you might not have even thought of in terms of, uh, you know, the uh, generators in some of those remote communities. But then when you're talking about freight being transported to regional Australia, to us here in the Territory, more remote areas as well, it's going to have a big impact. And it's something that the Independent Centre Rex Patrick um, has been speaking about for a little while now and he has called uh, to cut the current fuel excise in order to address the high cost of living in Australia. Um, He told Sky News Australia that Scott Morrison's put $16 billion aside in an election war chest um, and he feels that realistically uh, we could be doing more to help every Australian family and every Australian small business. He joins me on the line right now. Good morning to you, Senator. Good morning, Katie. Good to have you on the show. Um, Senator, there is no doubt about it. I mean, in the Territory yesterday, I was getting ready to finish the show and uh, before we wrapped up, we realised that the diesel and unleaded prices had gone above $2 for the first time that I can ever remember. Yeah, well, look, it's $2.20 in Adelaide at the moment, and it's predicted to go up to something around the $250 to $270 per litre. Now, that is going to hurt families, that is going to hurt businesses in the the wake of uh, COVID, and there is a solution to this. Every time you fill up your tank, uh, $0.44 of per litre goes into uh, the pockets of Scott Morrison and Josh Frydenberg, they can relieve families and small businesses immediately by halving that uh, fuel excise, and that's what should be done. And, Senator, you called for this to happen earlier in the week. It's been knocked back, hasn't it? Well, I actually called for it on the uh, around about the 22nd of, of, of uh, February. Yep. I could see that uh, we were in a, uh, you know, that we were likely to have uh, a conflict in, in Ukraine that mm-hmm. would drive the costs up even further. Uh, and, of course, uh, it's predicted that they will go even higher. Uh, this is a non-discretionary spend for most families. Uh, you know, you, you have to go to work. You yeah. have to go to school. You have to go and get the groceries, and you you, know, you may well have to uh, take someone to a doctor or to a hospital. Uh, you, you can't get around the spend, and it's crippling at the same time that we're seeing rent rises, we're seeing rises in the cost of groceries. Uh, this is going to infle- affect inflation. That may well drive up interest rates in circumstances where we have wage stagnation right across Australia. Mm. This is bad and the government needs to react to this. And the government has uh, rejected this despite the fact that they have set aside, as you indicated, a $16 billion war chest uh, going into the election to, to pork barrel. Now, that just so everyone understands what that means, that's taxpayers' money being given to marginal seats or select groups of people to buy votes when we've got everyday Australians suffering right across the country. And, you know, uh, obviously it's an issue right around Australia. As you've pointed out, in South Australia right now, uh, $2.20, that is unbelievable. You know, I suppose the difficulty for us here in the Northern Territory and other regional and remote areas of Australia as well is that it's um, it's not just the petrol price in terms of going to fill your vehicle up, but it's your freight, it's um, the generation of power in some of those different remote communities. It's going to be a real kick in the gut for so many Aussies. 
It is, and that's why we have to uh, re reduce this fuel excise. You know, we have a situation during COVID where more than $13 billion of taxpayers' money was provided to companies who had an increase in revenue over the period uh, where, where COVID uh, was at its height. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was us helping uh, businesses that didn't need the, the money, and that was seen to be okay for Josh Frydenberg. Now we've got regular families needing some help and the government's turning their back on them. And I might point out that Anthony Albanese, and this surprises me, mm. he, he's someone who says that he supports the battler, uh, has not uh, basically come, come in behind me and backed this call. Basically sitting on the fence, doesn't want to uh, upset any apple carts at this point of view, and I think that's very uh, sad of Labor, uh, who, again, they, they purport to be working for the battler, uh, but are not coming out and supporting them at this point in time. And you know what? Someone's got to stand up for the battler, and it does sound as though you're doing a, uh, a good job of it, uh, Senator, and I hope that, you know, I hope that some common sense prevails here. We were just catching up with the Transport Association, and they were telling us that, you know, for some of these, um, some of these truckies, some of our freight uh, companies that realistically that you know the, the more that these prices go up it is going to then be passed on to the consumer it's going to have to be in some way um so we're going to be getting hit in every angle yeah yes look this is this is actually going to get worse there's no question about this and i just remind your listeners that we are a couple of months away from a federal election uh, it's at this point in time that they have the most power that, uh, that they have uh, in a democracy. After the election, what will happen is uh, politicians will just turn their backs on constituents for the next couple of years. So people need to be making some noise about this. I'm glad that the media have uh, you know, started mm. paying uh, real attention to this, but uh, people have got to be picking up their phones, letting their federal members know that this is unacceptable, that they need relief and uh, yeah, ultimately, taxpayers' dollars are their dollars. Yeah, 100%. Well, Senator Rex, Patrick, I really appreciate your time this morning and at short notice, thank you very much for having a chat with me. You're welcome, Katie. Thank you.